Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Well, good evening, everybody. Nice to see you again. I hope you've had a great week. Happy Friday to everybody in our hemisphere and happy Saturday morning to everybody in the other hemisphere. Uh, as you can see, we're filming today from Casa de Kristen. This is her place. We have our little makeshift studio here in her basement. And we're just going to, like I said, this is pre-recorded. So even though it's broadcasting at the usual time, we're not able to accept live prayer requests. But if you submit a prayer request, we'll get to it on Monday. But before we do any of the prayers tonight, I want to talk to you about the importance, again, of Thanksgiving. Now, I'm tying this into what we talked about last night uh, when we spoke about giving and how giving and giving thanks are actually related to one another. The Bible says that God gives seed to the sower, but the idea is that when you receive that seed from God, when you receive the financial blessings, you're supposed to give it to other people, okay, so that other people will give thanks to God. In other words, you don't even take the credit for it. You want to give the money or whatever you're giving to someone else so that they thank God for basically you answering their prayers. That's why I close every show by saying, be blessed and be a blessing. I did an episode a while ago called Be the Miracle Someone Else is Praying For. It's all the same idea that God has to get the glory out of all of this. The importance of thanks really can't be understated. And instinctively, we should know this, right? Because for me, there's nothing that bothers me more than when I do something for somebody and they are unthankful about it. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, because I went to my PayPal account. I forget even why. I forget what I was doing. But I saw someone else I had sent money to. It was unrelated to this. And it was like, it was a while ago. And basically, the short version of the story is a friend of mine on Facebook said she had a friend who was going through some difficult times and could use some money. And, you know, was ba basically begging on her behalf. I said, all right, that's no problem. I sent her like 50 bucks. I'm not saying it was like the most amount of money in the world, but it was something, right? And it occurred to me, she never said thank you. I mean, how hard would that have been? First of all, it's, you, we're both on Facebook. You could have just sent me a, a quick message saying thanks for the money. And I never got anything. And I just thought that was rude. And it reminded me of a time where I read in a newspaper that some poor waitress who lived about an hour south of me was waiting on a table. And, you know, these guys ordered all this food. It was like hundreds of dollars worth of food. And they, they didn't give her a tip. They gave her no tip. They completely stiffed her. And so... I read about it in the paper. I figured out where she worked, I, you know, because the restaurant was, was named in the paper. And I wrote out another check. I think it was for $50 also. And I mailed it to her with a note saying, listen, there are actually good people in the world. I hope, you know, you, you, know, you understand that what those people did to you was wrong. And I, I want you to have this. And she didn't write back or anything either. It's like, it's just everybody's, you know, has this weird sense of entitlement or something like that. And I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not giving away money because I'm, hoping for thanks in return. I'm doing it because I felt like it was the right thing. But I got to tell you, when someone is not thankful, it doesn't make me want to do something nice for them again. Okay. And so on the other hand, the other day, I didn't tell you about this. It was like two days ago. And out of nowhere, Kristen sends me his text message. And you know, it was like a good morning text message. And at the end, she says, oh, and by the way, when I talk to you, uh, remind me, I want to thank you for something. Well, man, I got to tell you, I don't even know what it was. And I forget actually what you were thanking me for. But like 
the whole rest of the day, I couldn't wait to get on the phone and receive your thanks from you. I was like, oh, good. It was because who, who doesn't like being thanked? Who doesn't like being praised for goodness sake? So we all hate when we do something for someone and they don't thank us. And we all love when we do something very minor. Okay. And people are thankful for it. Well, how much more then must God have those same emotions? Because God gives us so much, right? And how often are we really thankful for what he does for us? You know, we woke up today. We have, I have legs that, that move me around. I'm able to speak. I'm in good health. Uh, I'm not going hungry. Okay. Some, you know, we get prayer requests all the time from people who are really, really suffering. And yet even they have things to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, for those of us who live in the developed world, I mean, do we take so many modern conveniences for granted, yeah. like plumbing and air yeah. conditioning, for goodness sake. Yeah. And we just, we just kind of expect it. How often do we really thank God for stuff like that? Mm. Okay. I mean, everybody watching this is watching on Facebook. You have some access to technology. Right. How often do we thank God for that? I mean, it's just like we wake up and you know what we do more often than not? We wake up and we complain. Oh, I got to go to work today. Oh, I got to do this. Why don't you be, why don't, first of all, be glad you woke up today, that you have breath in your lungs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be glad that you have a job to go to because we have plenty of prayer requests from people who don't. You know, even Jesus emphasized the importance of Thanksgiving. If you watch, if you watch in the Bible a lot, you'll see that he's saying thanks all the time before he uh, gives the communion meal. The Bible says Jesus first gave thanks before he uh, fed the multitude with the two fish and the five loaves. Jesus gave thanks. And this is the Son of God we're talking about. So if Jesus, who is God, okay, who we should be thanking constantly, gave thanks to God the Father, how much more is it required of us? So my point is simply this. I'm tying this into last night's message. If you're suffering from lack right now, and in fact, even beyond that, because all of us have a level higher than where we are. We should always be advancing upwards. We should always be asking God for more resources so we can do more for the kingdom. Okay. But just like God loves a cheerful giver, he really also loves a cheerful receiver, someone who's very thankful for what they give. And it's even, as I've mentioned before, it, it's a condition of your prayers even be heard, being heard. The Bible says when you pray, you have to enter God's outer gates with thanksgiving. You enter his courts with praise. Okay, give thanks in all things. For people who are suffering from anxiety, the Bible says, be anxious about nothing, but through prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, make your petitions known to God. Okay, God is not going to give you more if you're not thankful for what you have, because the last thing he wants is to hear more complaining or to be ignored even more. Okay, so he'll, he'll find someone else. So just tying this into last night, because I know that a lot of us suffer from lack of, uh, lack of finances, but also in other things, lack of health and lack of poor, you know, lack of good relationships, things like that. If you're praying for more of something, step number one, honestly, is make sure you're thankful to God for what you have and that he knows it. All right. That's my prayer for you today or my message for you today. I did not know those stories. And I have a feeling there's a lot more about you being so generous. I know you're such a generous person. But I did not know those stories. That was that was awesome. Well, the one was that. I think before I met you, yeah. where I I sent the girl money on PayPal and I forgot about that. And I think actually they were both right before I met you. Yeah, come to think of it, uh, and and on that point, I know a lot of people send us requests for money, and 
what Krista and I are givers, but we give through our church and, and our church finances, missions and finances, things like that. You know, we're not able to verify all the various requests for people who ask us for money. The, right. Our ministry itself doesn't have any money. I just, I, you know, we just pay out of our own pocket for this stuff. So we certainly, we finance missions and we finance um, uh, anti-hunger initiatives and things like that, but we do it through established charities which, you know, we don't really have the time or resources to do on our own at, at this point. But, you know, maybe some, in fact, I'm going to just, let's say maybe someday yeah. I, I'm believing that God will have expanded our ministry enough that we don't have to go through other charities in order to, to meet people's needs. But even, even then we would need some kind of verification process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I love the idea of before your feet hit the floor and I, I got to get back to doing this. Personally, you just inspired me. Mm-hmm. For your feet hit the floor in the morning, when when you just become conscious of just taking the moment then to thank God for like ten things, you know, yeah. ten things you're grateful for before you even get out of bed. Um, what a difference that would make for our the start of our day. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Okay, so I have a verse that I wanted to um, be the subject of our prayer today. And it comes from 2 Corinthians 3.18. And it says, We all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image. That is a pretty cool verse. I love the implications of that verse, what that means. You know, the Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And... God is transforming hearts. He's in the business of transformation. You know, we get so many requests of people saying, just last night we had a lot, people saying, help this person or that person who's gone astray. And what needs to take place is a transformation in the heart and the mind. But God is in the business of restoring and and transforming people. And that's what my prayer is tonight for everyone. Lord, transform us. You know, I think of those, uh, the, the popular... Uh, robot uh things that you know young boys play with the transformers, transformers. who uh you know kind of turn into uh um cars and things like that the robots transform and they take on a different form and i think about lord how when we are transformed into your image we take on a whole new form our our self esteem our countenance even even the way we look because it's all we're all being we're transformed by you i think of so many stories in the bible god where people have gone from being influenced and even even demon possessed and as you know as far as, as that far gone lord and i think about the transformation and the transformation impacted every area of their life when they transformed and became uh, your child lord so I just pray for a wave of transformation in this revival. Lord, I'm declaring right now that we are in the midst of a global revival. Mm. We are in the midst. And all these people that are listening are the forerunners and are the beautiful lights of this revival all around the world. I believe that we're going to look back on this time period and look back on the pandemic and all those things and say, oh, you know, that was when the great revival 
of 2020. That was when, you know, sometimes we don't see it in the middle of it, but I'm declaring that. I'm declaring and prophesying that this is leading to a great revival, that we're in the midst of that revival right now, and we're we're headed into more revival. And in order for that to take place, Lord, we need to ask you to transform us. We need to ask you to transform our hearts. We all, we all need to be transformed, God. There are areas that there's not one person who's perfect, Lord. There's not one of us that can say, I'm totally, I'm fine. I don't need to be transformed. We all need to be transformed. So I ask personally, Lord, I ask for Jordan and I and every person listening that we would, Lord, that you would transform us into more of your image and that anything that is not of you, that you would just cut it all away. It's sort of like baking cookies and you have the little cookie cutter and Lord, that you're the image. I I just imagine that, that the cookie cutter is your image and you're stamping and you're cutting, um, and, and you're on, we're the dough, Lord. You're, you're putting your image on us, God. And all that is not, all the excess dough that is not in your image that does not conform and fit that, Lord, may you discard that. Cause we don't want that, Lord. We just want to be you, Lord. We just want to be, we were made and we were created in your image. And I pray for every person who doesn't, who doesn't know that to be true in their hearts, who doesn't really that we would really understand what that means to be created in your image. God, we were created in your image and we were created to praise you with the breath in our lungs. God, I just pray. I pray for every person who's gone far astray or every person who is just kind of teetering on the edge of their faith, God, that you would pull them in, God, and you would conform all of us into your image, that we would be transformed, that we wouldn't just go into the pattern of the world, Lord, that we wouldn't just become what the world is doing, but we would be the trends setters for Christ that we would set, we would set the bar high and we would look to you, God, and we would be transformed into your image that our hearts would be transformed, that we would love the things you love and hate the things you hate Mm. God, that our brains would be transformed. God, that you would be the one that we would Lord. We have just a limited amount of knowledge, you know, as, as, people, Lord, we're finite, but you are infinite, Lord, so that you would pour in, pour in your knowledge and your wisdom in us, God, and your anointing all over us, all over this world, Lord, and let us go out and boldly proclaim who you are, and let the transformation not just reach us, but reach and impact our families, our communities, and our world, Lord, as we walk to the beat of your drum, God, Mm. Lord, you're playing music, but sometimes we get off beat and we, we, we're, the, the world is off beat, Lord. May we dance at, and march to the beat of your drum, God. May we harmonize with you, God, and may we conform to what you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good work. Okay. Let's get to our prayer requests. Really great prayer tonight, Kristen. Thanks. Well, really great uh, message. Thank so. you. All right, so since I was telling you about thankfulness, I'm going to lead off with a prayer for somebody who uh, is in a a pretty bad situation right now. And if you're not going through something like this, then you can at least be thankful uh, thankful about that. So Jose sends us this letter, and it's translated, and I've shortened it because it was quite lengthy. But here's the shortened translated version of it. The reason for this letter is to be able to ask for your help, since in my personal situation I have limitations which commit me to seek means of support. 
I need to be provided with an accessible place where I have service and drinking water, that is, where I can wash my clothes, bathe, and relieve myself. It is the case that where I am staying to sleep, I do not have electricity, service, or drinking water. Since I was 14 years old, I lived alone without the support of anyone, nor do I have the support of my entire family in general. I'm an orphan without parents and without family. I do not have anywhere to wash my clothes, anywhere to bathe, or where to relieve myself. And many times I do not have food to subsist and meet my basic needs. In this way, I've continued my higher studies until I reach the Faculty of Economic Sciences of the University of the Savior. I'm not quite sure what that last sentence means. But anyway, the point is this. This is somebody who right now lacks a lot of the basic things that I think we take for granted. Food, water, electricity, and family. Okay? God, I know that you have a great heart for everyone, but for people like this in particular, the abandoned people, the people who have nothing going for them, the people who lack. But God, we know that you're not a God of lack. And this is somebody who must have spent 10 minutes writing this letter to us today, God. Didn't ask us for money. But God, he has faith enough to step out and say, I'm desperate. I have nothing left, God, but I, I, I have you left. So come meet my needs. And so I'm actually going to say two prayers tonight. Number one, God, I pray for him that you meet his needs in full abundance, that you turn his life around, and that you meet his needs in such abundance that he's able to provide for others. But my second prayer, God, is that the people listening to this will never have to get to a situation of such desperation as Jose here before they thank you for what they have and for they reach out and before they reach out to you and demand more of you. One of the things Chris and I constantly pray is, God, give us more of you. In fact, our prayer this morning, just so you guys know, was, God, everything is wonderful in our lives, and yet don't let us become complacent. Don't let us become too comfortable. Let us, during the good times like this, still endeavor to reach deeper and deeper into you, to be just as desperate for you as if we were in some hospital emergency room with a loved one you know, uh, on an operating table or something like that, like that level of desperation every single day, just because we have all of our needs met, just because we're happy, doesn't mean that we shouldn't constantly be desperate for God. So my prayer for everybody tonight is that you not have to reach the level of this person's uh, plight before you reach the level of desperation that this person has. But God, you know what? Desperate or not, this person has faith in you. And you say if he even has faith of a mustard seed, he can order a mountain to remove itself into the ocean. And so, God, we ordered this mountain, we ordered this curse of poverty away from him. This, this, We pray that you act as a father to him, that you provide him with family. You provide him with all the, all the, the basic needs and more than that, so that this person can continue his studies and that this person doesn't have to worry about food or clothing or electricity or running water or disease, or any of the other things that come with that. And we pray that you 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 make out of him, basically, um, a monument almost, that he's going to just be this, this very prosperous person who people look at and say, wasn't this the person who was an orphan? Wasn't this the person who had nobody? Wasn't this the person who didn't even have running water? How is he so prosperous? And people seeing that miracle will come to you through it. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, I'm reminded of how God says he cares for the orphan, that Mm -hmm. wonderful verse. And I also pray that God would connect him because, we, like we always talk about, relationships are so important. And um, 
I pray in his nation that missionaries and people there and Christian people would be able to connect with him mm-hmm. as well. All right. Going to try to get this word, this uh, person's name right. Kengi, please, he says, pre- please pray for Miss Joy Williams, who is very sick and staying at a refugee's camp in Senegal. All right. Well, Joy, we pray for Joy right now. We pray that, Lord, we know that you're a God of the 11th hour. And I don't care how long that um, the sickness has seemed or raged on, Lord. We pray right now that you end, you put an end to this, Lord. End to the sickness. We say to the enemy, get hands off, hands off, Joy. And we ask, Lord, that you, you would come in and that her body would line up with the will of God and that she would be healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Elaine says, pray for my daughter who is a nurse with throat cancer and now has a mass in her lung. The CAT scan is June 16th. Just as God, you said with the faith of a mustard seed, we can order a mountain to remove itself and throw it into the ocean. You didn't say to, to, to pray against the mountain. You said to order the mountain. Mm. And so I'm speaking directly to this throat cancer. Yes. And I'm ordering it removed from Elaine's daughter. That's right. I'm speaking to this mass in her lung. I'm ordering it removed from her lung. Yes. There's a CAT scan June 16th. I'm ordering that CAT scan to be clean. I'm ordering the doctors to say, this is a miracle. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I pray, God, that the doctors know what they're doing, that you give them divine wisdom. We, th- we are thankful for doctors. We are thankful for modern medicine. Yes, God. But God, you are ultimately our doctor, and we're thankful for that. And we expect a great praise report from Elaine re- respecting her daughter. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, you can take Anthony, please. All right. Anthony says, good morning, awesome and great couple. Blessings. Please agree with me that God will double his hand upon me and use me mightily for his glory. That's a great prayer, Anthony. Yes, Lord, we know that you have a great calling on Anthony's life. Lord, I just pray that, um, I, I just see that there's a lot of open doors before him, God. I pray that he would walk through the right doors, that you would shut the ones that are supposed to be shut and keep and um, open the ones that are supposed to be open. Lord, that he would feel your hand upon him, God, your hand of blessing. It, he would he would come to know you in a new, fresh way. doesn't matter how long he's been a Christian, Lord. I pray for revival in his heart, Lord. Before revival, I, I, as I mentioned before, revival in the, in the world, there needs to be revival in, what, in one heart, God, in, in our personal hearts before we even reach out. So, God, I pray that in Anthony's heart there would be revival and um, that you would open the way before him. And pour down a blessing till there is no more need. In Jesus' name, amen. Someone named Favor says, please pray for my youngster in Italy. I want God to give him documents and for him to be called back in his working place and also for God to protect him and for me to be settled maritally and blessed financially. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, funny thing, when we started this ministry, we were getting all these people <laughs> saying, uh, asking for a marital settlement. Now, in, in America, what that means is a divorce. So, like... <laughs> I, it refers to like you guys are married and you're getting divorced and you're trying to settle, you know, come with like a settlement of how you're going to be divorced, like who gets what and child custody and things like that. So I was like, geez, why are we, all these divorced 
people are at least like, he's so happy these, about it. I know. It's like, God, please bring me <laughs> marital married. settlement. Like fast marital settlement like, now. All right. Yeah. So it took us a while. We finally figured out that I guess in other cultures marital settlement means to be settled in a marriage, <laughs> yes. which is a different thing. And by the way, listen, we have it's not to say anything about we don't want people who've been divorced here. Don't right, get me wrong. Right, absolutely That's, not. We're not like that. But just you have to understand that to us it was a very odd thing. All right. Anyway, this person's name is Favor. So I'm going to pray for good Favor for Favor and for her youngster in Italy that he gets his documents, that he's called back to his working place, that he gets his job back, I guess, for God to protect him, to place a hedge around him, and for Favor here to be married in a good settled marriage. And for you to bless her financially and bless her whole family abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Can you take the next one, please? Okay. Now, Mabub says he needs prayers for God to open new doors for God to work in Pakistan. That's wonderful. Absolutely. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in Pakistan. Pakistan is, uh, we get a lot of people, you know, asking us for prayer for Pakistan. So, I know that God is doing a revival in there because I see so many Christian people asking um, for for not just resources, but for a spiritual wind of revival. And Lord, I pray that the doors would be open for him and his entire family, God, and that you would come in and just create a holy wind of your fire, Lord, of your spirit, that you would open the doors. That's such a great prayer. Open doors, Lord. He's asking and seeking and knocking, Lord, and you are faithful to open the right door. So I pray that you do that for him and his entire family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Joyce says, pray for me. I want breakthrough in my prayer and fasting. Okay, so I guess she must be fasting. We should maybe one of these days do a sermon on fasting. But anyway, um, Joyce, I don't know what it is you're praying for or fasting for, but you you need breakthrough. So Father God, I pray that she breaks through to you. Joyce, one of the most powerful tools of breakthrough is praise. So honestly, prayer and fasting is great, but I would try praising through when you really need to break through to God. There's quite, there's nothing that quite gets his attention like praising him. So Father God, fill her spirit with praise. Bible says the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Mm. So when you're praising God, he's literally inhabiting that. Yes. And I pray, God, that you just give her just a spirit of praise, that she's just overflowing with it to the point that she can't contain it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I actually want to give God praise. And, th- I haven't, and this is like, I'm, I was kind of reluctant to do, to do this before because, you know, we have a lot of people who experience real poverty and you and I don't. But mm-hmm. uh, I want to thank God for, because a couple of things. We've had this pandemic in the United States and my business hasn't really suffered from it. In fact, we're Amen. doing very well. Amen. Number one. Number two, God was good enough. He got me a new car this week. And, you know, it's easy to say like, well, you don't want to, you know, praise God about that in front of other people because you don't want them to see it. But you know what? Honestly, I when God does a great work, he yeah. deserves great praise. That's and so, right. Father God, thank you. He got me this beautiful car. Thank mm-hmm. you for my new car this week. And uh, thank you for the everything that's going great in my life. I mean, mm. I got this right here, so must be doing pretty well, right? But, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, you know, it's been a really – the funny thing is about this week, guys, and I'll just be honest with you, is it started out where Kristen wasn't feeling well on Sunday. And then by like – I forget what day it was. I guess Wednesday or Thursday, something was going bad at my office and I wasn't feeling well. 
And yet we woke up today and we just said, God, thank you for a blessed week. Thank yeah. you for a miracle week. Thank you for a great week. Yeah. And and that's really how you have to do it. So Amen. anyway, so God, thank you for a yes. great week, like I said, and thank you for my new car and everything thank like that. Thank you. Thank you, God. And I'll echo that. Thank you for everything you've done. And thank you for this right here. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, this is cold. I, I wonder what country this is. Um, Grevelina. Well, it sounds Italian, but I'm probably wrong on that. Um, it says, pray for me and, and my family. Yes, Lord, you, just because these prayers are short doesn't mean they're uh, less important to you, God. You know what her heart is, Lord. And so I just pray whatever's going on there. I just pray for a whole new work financially and relationship wise and, and, uh, new open doors and, um, new fresh wind and spirit of your fire, Lord, to fall down on her and her her entire family. In Jesus' name, amen. Shemi prays for food for children. I don't know if that's for his children. uh, The three children, yeah. It's her her children? Yeah. Did she send us pictures or something? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Shemi, I'm standing in faith with you, and so is Kristen. Yeah. You know, David observed, he said, I have yet to see the righteous forsaken, nor nor their children begging for bread. So I'm going to do two things here. I'm going to, first of all, God, I'm going to pray that you provide for them supernaturally. But God also, you know, Jesus talks about how important it is that we feed the hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I pray that other people around her mm-hmm. who have food will come to her and bring her food for her children so that they can get the bless, that both sides can be blessed, so that she gets the blessing of the food and they get the blessing that comes with taking care of somebody who has less. And if it's, it, God, I don't care if that whole community there is poor. We don't know anything about it. I don't care if the whole town or the whole country is poor. That money just comes in, that food just comes in and finds its way to these people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Raphaela asked for, um, and I think there's a translation here because it says a little spiritual life above all. And I think what she means by that um, is that above everything else, she wants her, the spiritual life, you know, is, is most important to her. And so I just, Say that's an amazing prayer, Raffaella, because, um, you know, God hears your heart. He wants to honor that prayer. Lord, I pray for Raffaella and her future God. Um, I just saw the icon of, of a little image and I, I see, I don't know how old she is, but I know she's a young woman. So I thank you for this young woman's heart, Lord. We need more young people like this, um, to, to really focus in on you and dig deep with you. Um, and not just young people, every generation, Lord. Um, so we just pray for her in her life, Lord, that you would open the doors for her and her ministry, God, and um, just that she would fall in love with you and, and everything in her future, Lord. We know that you, the righteous, their steps are ordered of the Lord. So we, we praise you for that, Lord, and we praise you in advance for the work you're doing in Raphaela's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Vinel, who I think we've prayed for before, haven't we? Actually, I believe this was... A different Vinal? A different Vinal. Right. Unless he changed his profile picture, but you asked him to. So it could have been. This is Vinal Dawn. Was the other one Vinal Dawn? Was Dawn I don't or? remember, but the other Vinal was the one that had that like demonic-looking yeah. wrestler. And you, and you said to change the profile. So maybe he did. Uh, or it could be a different Vinal. I don't know. Whoever it is, God knows. Well, <laughs> Vinal uh, asked us to pray for his studies. I think the last Vinal, wasn't he suffering from like depression or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. All right. Well, Vanel, we're going to pray for your studies and whatever else you need. So, Father God, you know, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, I think it's the first Psalms chapter one talks about the importance of on meditating on the word day and night. So God places a high premium on studies, 
on wisdom. Mm-hmm. God, I pray that you bless the works of his hand. You bless his studies. You just give his brain a supernatural ability to absorb information, but not just absorb it, to process it. And more than that, God, that he goes from being someone who just studies to somebody who speaks boldly, who yeah. educates others. I pray that for myself as well, Father God. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Malik um, actually sent us a picture of his mom. His mom's going through an operation. And so, um, Lord, I just, I actually, just like I did the other night when I, somebody asked for prayer for their knee and I put my hand on my knee, I pray over that picture that I saw that he sent us, Lord. And I pray over that operation and I pray over that entire family, Lord. And I pray that his mom would come out completely healed, Lord, that you would be the doctor in this situation, Lord, as you are, you are the great physician. I pray for that, um, whatever that, it's not a ventilator, but whatever that device is that she's having to breathe through right now. In Jesus' name, I pray that she comes off of that, Lord. I pray that she does not have to have any assistance with breathing or anything else, Lord, but she would totally be healed. Mm -hmm. And for Malik to stay strong as well in his entire family. In Jesus' name, amen. Loretta, this is our last prayer for the night. Loretta is praying for a Canadian visa. Father God, in Jesus' name, if it's your will for Loretta to go to Canada, I pray that she gets that visa. I pray that nothing stands in her way, that whatever mountains are there, that they be removed and thrown into the sea. But I also pray that wherever she is right now, that she's thankful for where she is. And that, you know, a lot of times, guys, when I see these prayer requests for people who are in one geographic area and they want to go to another geographic area, what usually I feel like is make sure you've accomplished what God needs you to accomplish Mm -hmm. in the area that you're in first. And that's true for your spiritual life as well. It's true if you're praying for a new job. Anytime you're in one area, whether it's physical or spiritual or whatever, and you want to get to to the next one, yeah, definitely pray you get there and pray against things that are stopping you. But also make sure that you, you are, A, thankful for where you are, and that you have accomplished what God wants you to accomplish here. Maybe, you know, we had that one person that was uh, stuck in Dubai for a long time. Yeah. I just said, listen, you maybe God has you in Dubai for a reason. So, so long as you're there, you know, do what God wants you to do there. Make the make the enemy's life hell in the meantime. Okay, mm-hmm. I tell this to people who find themselves in the hospital. If you're going to go to the hospital, start praying for everybody else in the hospital. They get right. healed. The enemy's going to get sick of you. He'll throw you out of the hospital himself. <laughs> okay, so same thing here, all right? Uh, I can tell you when I had my job at the prosecutor's office and I hated that job and I wanted to leave, but there were certain things I still had to accomplish before God really released me from yeah. that. And so, you know, for this person who wants to get to Canada, God, we pray for her and we pray she gets there if that's what your will is. And if it's not your will, then keep the door closed. Okay. But more than that, I also pray that she accomplishes whatever she needs to accomplish where she is now in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So blessed by all these prayer requests. Yep. Um, well, you know, Now we want to do something that we do every single time that we never want to neglect to do. It's so important. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you want to rededicate your life, maybe you gave your life to Christ a long time ago, but you, you don't know him. Maybe you, you know, you don't know where you would go if you, if you left this earth today. Do you know where that you'd be with Jesus in heaven? That's really important. I mean, like it is the most important thing. So, Please follow after me if you'd like to receive Jesus, and I pray and know that you do. In in Jesus' name right now. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. 
Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Definitely send us a message or leave a comment. And remember to keep those prayer requests, I mean, the yeah, the prayer requests coming, but the praise reports also. We love, we're so encouraged by those. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us again this week. Again, we're off for the weekend, so we'll see you all again on Monday in, in our time. In the meantime, go out, seriously, find someone to bless, find somebody to 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 give something to. Find things in your life to be thankful for. I'm telling you, you cannot outgive God. If you give him thanks and small things, yeah. he's going to give you even bigger things to be thankful for. If you're giving away your time, your money, your efforts to other people, God is going to reward that. So as I always say, guys, have a great weekend. And as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.